My money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds I like to see you wiggle wiggle, for sure It makes me wanna dribble dribble, you know Riding in my Fiat, you really have to see it Six feet two in a compact, no slack But luckily the seats go back I got a knack to relax in my mind Sipping some red, red wine Nice You're listening to the number one podcast For Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County This is O. On deck for today, guys, we've got a little bit of a hot topic dealing with a a wastewater company coming into the area, trying to change some prices. Got some great local news. Of course, we've got some dad jokes, a motivational message, and some of our favorite random facts and stories you likely didn't know. A quick movie and TV review, and then a huge special for a football preview for our area right here at DeSoto County. Got all three head football coaches going to join us. Give us a preview of their teams to get ready for the season. T, how's your week been, brother? Man, had a great week this week at work, and uh, things are going well. Had a had a karaoke party last night at the house. Oh, Lord, tell me about this. Oh, man. Hey, we had an outstanding time, dude. Uh, you and Alicia need to come next time. <laughs> I don't know, man. I need, I need to see some video of this. You know, I just, I don't no, know. No, well, see, that's the thing. We all agreed there are no phones taken ah, out at any of this no thing. evidence so, no evidence I yeah got you. that's right there was one or two people that we had asked to come and they couldn't come and i got texts from them, you know send me videos and i didn't even respond to them. <laughs> <laughs> i just left them hanging on that that's cool but yeah man. we had a, yeah we had a great time and uh looking forward to a big week this week what about y'all man y'all went to go see uh top gun did you man what do you call it my wife and daughter abandoned me and my son they went out to uh, hardy arkansas for a little girls trip played on the water and so me and Ty nice. got to hang at the house, and uh, we, of course, went and got uh, ate some ribs and steak and, of course, went over to see Top Gun. Second time for me to see it, first time for him. Had a big time. You know, had, did he like it? He did. He did. He had seen the first one, really enjoyed it. He really liked the second one. He said they were about even for him. And I said, that's fine, you know. And uh, it, was a, it was a great experience. I mean, hey, watching it for the second time in theater, I enjoyed it as much, if not more. You know, just wow. knowing what's coming and feeling that, you know, that feeling the effect, it was, it was great, you know. And yeah. uh, so I encourage anyone who hasn't seen Top Gun, go see it. It is truly a great, great movie. It um, is a great flick. Great, great movie. So, well, tell you, let's get over this hot topic. Before we do, you know we got to talk about our main man. That is Brian Couch, the number one realtor team right here in DeSoto County. That is Team Couch, by the way. Guys, if you are looking to buy or sell a home in Olive Branch or in the Soda County area, then look no further than Team Couch. That is of Birch Realty Group. They are a full-service realtor team that has over 64 years of combined real estate experience and over 1,000 closings since 2017. They have a volume of over $230 million closed. That is quite impressive. Currently, they're the top producing realtor team in Northwest Mississippi, and that's been going on since 2009. Guys, if you want to check this out and see something they can give you that's free with no obligation, they're doing a market analysis for people who want to sell their home. And so if you're interested to find out what your house is worth right now, considering the market is going up and down, up and down, uh, they will let you know exactly what they feel like. All you have to do is give them an address, give them a little opportunity, and you will get to see their professionalism. And this will win you over, I have no doubt. If you want to call their office today, you can call them at 662-449-1700, or you can call Brian's cell phone personally, which is 901-461-7653. Remember, every home needs a couch. T, this hot topic, man, it's got a lot of people hot. You know, 
<laughs> not not just around here either. You know, I, I was just looking through this document again uh, that you have. You know, before we started recording, I was telling you about how my brother back home was talking about a rate increase as well. This is the same company, and I see these all these different uh, subdivisions on here that are listed in bold. And there's three of them I recognize from back home. One of them is which where my brother actually uh, lives in. And uh, so, yeah, this is going to be a big deal for a lot of people. It is. Guys, the Great River Utility Company has taken over some areas here in Olive Branch, kind of in the Lewisburg area, um, and they are requesting a price increase for their services uh, to the, you know, to the state, the commission. And a lot of people in our area have gotten these letters in the mail with notices saying they have 20 days to respond to the commission to, uh, you know, to basically address this price hike. Now, you can imagine a price hike. Okay, I get inflation, things can get fuel costs, things things go up right but what is the percentage of this price increase 223 percent oh see that's ridiculous i'm sorry that's just as asinine is what it is let me give you an example the average price for the services in these subdivisions is roughly what 24 dollars, i think in 10 cents and they're right. now going to try to increase it to an average of 53 dollars and 75 cents and if you have a problem and they come out and work on it, all of their service people will be wearing ski masks. Because <laughs> they're robbing everybody yeah. on this. <laughs> it's, it's unreal, man. Guys, I, I definitely implore you. Um, so there is a little bit of contention here. The notice says 20 days to respond. So if you are just hearing this today on the podcast, 20 days was actually the day we're recording Sunday, yesterday. Um, but if it's 20 business days, you have until Friday. So I'm not exactly sure. The notice doesn't give a real clear definition of that. Either way it goes, if you don't like this, I would definitely tell you to go and contact them via email and contact your congressman, your, your elected representatives, everyone you can contact and say this is unacceptable and put it out there. Uh, this is it's pretty rough, man. That, that's, a, that's quite a price hike. And I hope that anybody being affected gets some resolution on this. Well, I, I've got a little information that might help as well. Um, if if uh, you want to file a complaint about about the proposed increase, uh, I have an email address. It goes uh, directly to uh, uh, the executive secretary of the uh, Mississippi Public Service Commission down in Jackson. Her name is Catherine Collier, Catherine with a K. Uh, if you got a pen and a piece of paper, I'll go ahead and read it out. It's uh, Catherine.Collier. K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E dot C-O-L-L-I-E-R. Then the at symbol, P as in Paul, S-C dot M-S dot gov, G-O-V. And you must refer to a docket number on this as well. The docket number is 2022-UN-87. Make sure that you mention that in your, me in your email and uh, let them know that, hey, if if you're for it, you don't have to do anything. But if you're against it, send, send that email. Yes. Send that email. They, they need to hear from you. Dang That's right. right. Speak up, people. Speak up.
Tee. Let's get over to our local news. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good friends at Michael Hatcher & Associates. Guys, are you looking for a new career? Are you looking for a company that is really going to take care of their employees, that's really going to show you what they mean by taking care of, by giving you proper benefits, proper pay, and a work environment that is really conducive, friendly, and supportive, make you feel like you're part of a family? Then, guys, Michael Hatcher & Associates is the place. They have several, several positions available currently. If you go to their website, which is Hatcher hatcherlandscape.com you can see all the things they have as well as positions available or you can even call their talent acquisition manager and her number is 662-755-3207 if you have any questions and you want to find out about your next career tell you what we got for our news today brother well, the mayor and the board of aldermen will be meeting again at 6.30 p.m. Tuesday night uh, at the courthouse located at 6900 Highland Street. And we encourage everyone to attend to see some quality leadership in action. They've really done a real good job with a lot of things here lately. Yeah, no doubt. Now, tell you, I want to tell you about two things with this. Number one, guys, if you want to see what the agenda is, basically what they're going to be working on, they always put a link out on their social media pages through Facebook as well as Twitter, and you can click on it and you'll go through it. Now, a lot of it, I'll be honest with you, is kind of like old news, you know, new business, things like that, but it will give you details about anything that's important. It will give you addresses, so if there's something you're curious about, I would definitely encourage you to check that out. The other thing I want to mention to you, T, is, is this. This happened about i don't know 10 days or so ago and yeah. you talk about quality leadership and that is is that our mayor ken adams responded on social media to our one of our representatives here dana cresswell dana yeah. cresswell actually threw some shade towards olive ranch the mayor and the aldermen like that about this you know this tax this tourism tax that was passed with by the way 91 percent in favor yeah, yeah. and everything else and then also misquoted misrepresented and everything else and our mayor could it could have gone out there and just absolutely blasted him you know the way he was attacked right instead right. he wrote a very elegant well-written articulate response that clarified every wrong detail and misquote from Mr. Cresswell, and it was poetic. I encourage anyone to go to Ken Adams' Facebook page and read this dissertation that he gives our very <laughs> lacking representative of Olive Branch, Dana Cresswell. I don't usually only try to get political and so on, but it is absolutely unbelievable that a representative from Olive Branch would go out and misquote, misrepresent, and throw his own agenda out here against what 91% of the people want. And then also try to throw the alderman and the mayor under the bus in the process. It's absolutely disgusting. I, 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 I vow now as being part of this podcast, we will do whatever we can to encourage folks to go and vote. And it's time to take out the trash. Got you on that one. Man, that's, 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 you know, and I'm sure the mayor was arguing with facts, right? Oh, well, yeah, of course. Well, I mean that you, you never lose an argument when you do that. That's correct. If you know, if you know the facts and you know what the situation is and you got people just, you know, running their mouth about stuff or whatnot as well, you can kill them every single time, uh, uh, and that was a euphemism, by the way. Not, <laughs> I don't mean him to actually go out and kill somebody. I'm not advocating that. But, you know, you, you can just stop it dead in, tracks, dead in someone's tracks with facts. That's all there is to it. So kudos to him. Good job. Absolutely. There'll be a little renovation going on at the Olive Branch City Park starting Monday. Russell Lamb of the Event Benefits Company announced plans for the Holiday Light Garden walkthrough display in the park starting this year in November and December. That ought to be a great thing. Oh, it'll be awesome. And we, 
Yeah, and we want to thank North Central Power as well. They're they're helping out with this. There's going to be a $75,000 upgrade to the power structure for the event to become a legacy event for the park each year moving forward. Man, that's, that's going to be a, a, a pretty good thing to see every wintertime. Oh, there ain't no doubt, man. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, South Haven's had this. You know, Hernando does the, you know, the Christmas parade, you know. So all of Branch getting into the mix and making their own kind of legacy in the situation, it's fantastic. And to see North Central stepping up, and they're going to help, you know, do this to really try to change things because this power structure, from what I've been told, this, you know, it's improvement is not only going to help for the lighting thing, but it's also going to help for future expansions and improvements for the park in general. So it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a win-win situation. Congratulations to all involved. Absolutely. And, and look, this, this, this is a great thing to have that goes back to the election that happened last week with 91% of the vote. You keep, you keep investing in things where people want to come into town and just to view things and whatnot as well, they're going to come and spend a night or two and stay at the hotel. And it's not costing you or I, the people that live, you know, in that area to, to any more money than what we normally spend. It's the people that are coming in to do it. So, Hey, kudos, man. If you're going to put something in place to try to raise some money, then you also got to invest in making sure that you have community-wide things where people want to come to your town and see what's going on. And this is just another thing that they're adding, adding to the pot, and I think it's fantastic. Absolutely. All right. Let's see here. What's next on here? We'd like to congratulate the most recent graduating class who participated and completed the CERT program hosted by our Olive Branch Fire Department and EMS certification. CERT, which stands for Community Emergency Response Team, is a program that educates volunteers about disaster preparedness for the hazards that may impact our area and trains them in basic disaster response skills such as fire safety, light, search and rescue, team organization, and disaster medical operations. CERT offers a consistent nationwide approach to volunteer training and organization that professional responders can rely on during disaster situations, allowing them to focus on more complex tasks. It's pretty awesome right there, man. I think it was a group of yes, about sir. 12 people, and these are just volunteer basis. And uh, bravo, you know, people taking their time to go the extra mile to be there for people. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Another example of the great things that are offered here at Olive Branch and the people who live here stepping up to help better the community. So, guys, do any of y'all have a house that maybe you don't want anymore? Maybe you're just kind of tired of having or you just don't want to kind of fix it up because you're not really sure if you want to sell it yet. But maybe you're kind of curious about maybe getting a cash offer. See what your house is worth right now. Cash money, you know what I mean? Fast closing, no realtors, no nothing. Uh, there is a company right here in Olive Branch in the DeSoto County area that does exactly this, that's local, honest, great people to work with, and that is Rodman Properties. Guys, they have an amazing website called iBuyDeSoto.com. You can go check it out, and you can see their entire process of how they do this, how you can contact them, give them an address, get to meet them, and go through a very quick, painless, and honest transaction if you want to sell your house today. They also do a lot of great things when it comes to rental properties and property management. Go check out that website, like I said, iBuyDeSoto.com. 
All right, next up, DeSoto County teachers, listen up. This is some good news for y'all. The Mississippi Critical Teacher Shortage Act of 1998 offers attractive incentives for qualified teachers, according to the Mississippi Home Corporation, which is working with the State Department of Education. The State Education Department will provide up to $6,000 in loans to pay for closing costs to teachers purchasing a home in an area deemed to have a critical shortage of instructors. DeSoto County School District this year is one of those districts that qualify for the program, as are Tate County, Tunica County, Marshall County, and Holly Springs School Districts. The one main requirement is that they agree to stay and teach in those districts for at least three years. The amount loaned to any teacher will be converted to an interest-free grant if the teacher completes three years of employment in a critical shortage area. Home buyers must provide at least 1% of the home sale down payment and one month's reserves. The residential property must be inside the county where the teacher is employed, which is designated by MDE as a critical shortage school district. I think that's fantastic for DeSoto County, dude. dude I mean, who wouldn't huge. want to live? Who wouldn't want to live there for three years? There is so much stuff that go on around there, especially in the Olive Branch area. That's an easy three. That's an easy six grand loan that turns into a grant that you don't pay back. Man, that's that's a, that's, that's a no brainer. Sweet, that's a no brainer, yes, man. You know, and here's the thing: there, it's not like you have to move to DeSoto County if you live here. And get one to buy a house. I think it's a situation. It, it doesn't exclude you. So I would definitely look into that as well. Uh, but I yeah. think it's an absolutely fantastic program. It's awesome DeSoto County got hit with that uh, this year. And so, hey, kudos to anybody who's able to take advantage of it. Yes. Yeah. I, hey, if you're looking for a house there, uh, you, you know, you, you, you can call. Uh, Team Couch, baby. Bri- <laughs> yeah. Team Couch. You can call Brian. You know, you need to sell that dump of a home that you have. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, we're all going to make some money around here. I don't know about, you know, but it's a good deal. You know, spread it around, spread it around. All right, the Mid-South Fair has announced details surrounding its annual youth talent contest, the Spokes Kid Contest, and the, Mid- and the Miss Mid-South Fair Volunteer Pageant. Two divisions make up the Youth Talent Contest, a junior division for those 9 to 12 years old and a senior division for those 13 to 21 years old. That's almost unfair, man. It is. A 13-year-old, a 21-year-old? A 21 Come on, man. Come on. Oh, golly. <laughs> I'd be a weightlifter and go in there. So, <laughs> the, the – the junior, div- <laughs> the junior division competition is slated for September 23rd through 25th, and the senior division competition is set for, set for September 25th through o- October 2nd. Cash prizes awarded uh, to the top four acts in both age groups. The senior division grant award winner also earns a private audition. Hey, in Hollywood or New York City, is awarded a scholarship of more than $30,000 to Visible Music College and can provide special entertainment at the 2023 Mid-South Fair Youth Talent Contest Senior Grant Finals. That's a pretty good gig. No doubt. The junior... The junior division is made up of the first 200 applicants. Those who wish to participate in the senior division can qualify by winning a sanctioned local preliminary competition, receiving an at-large invitation from a Mid-South Fair Youth Talent Contest representative, or being one of the top 20 acts from the previous year's competition. Applicants can submit a video of the performance to the talent committee for consideration in the no-go video preliminary contest as well 
Wow. Man, that sounds like fun for a bunch of talented people. Yeah, no doubt. I just wish I was talented. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not under so 21. Do I. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. Always well, counting you. That's a- <laughs> look that's all we got on our news today hey as a quick reminder if you'd like to advertise with us please 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 send us an email at vobpodcast at gmail.com I tell you, it's time for those dad jokes of the day, brother. And of course, this is brought to Bring you by, um, brought to you by our awesome, awesome insurance agent Ali Edgelali of Alpha Insurance. Guys, they are the ace agency of Olive Branch. If you are interested in saving some money and getting better coverage with expert personal care, then contact his local office right out there off Goodman Road at six six two eight nine three zero nine two eight. Or you can even call his personal cell phone, 1-843-324-0930. Save some money like I did. All right, T, I've got some good ones for you today, man. Are you ready? Yeah, let me hit hit, hit me. (laughs) All right. All right, T, here we go. So, T, I give 50% of my money I make to charity. Except when she's off, and then I give it to Destiny. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. That's. <laughs> T, it's rough at my house, man. My dog I ate was... a whole bag of Scrabble tiles, and so I had to take him to the vet. There's no word yet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that poor dog. <laughs> All right. Got another one for you? See, uh, <laughs> why do a lot of orphans become criminals? I'm not here for this one. Go ahead. <laughs> they really like being wanted. Oh, <laughs> that's all right. I'm gonna give you. Maybe one, a, I'm gonna try to give you one or two that's, more. <laughs> that's a cruel one. Go ahead. <laughs> T, where do you find a cow with no legs? On my grill. <laughs> <laughs> In my smoker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On my plate. <laughs> right where you left it. <laughs> That's about right. That's exactly right. All right, T, I'm going to do one more for you, man. So I saw right. an ad on Facebook Marketplace for a stereo with huge speakers like back in the day when I was like, in high school, and it was on sale for super, super cheap. And of course, there was the disclaimer. It said the volume was stuck at full blast. You know, oh, no. I told myself... I can't turn this one down, man. Ah. <laughs> everybody loves a deal, man. Yeah, everybody loves a deal. Everybody man. loves a deal, brother. Everybody loves a deal. Well, guys, we hope you all enjoyed our little dad jokes as always. And <laughs> hope that you've hit the subscribe button and told your friends, your family, and coworkers to join in as well so we can continue to promote Olive Branch.
right, T, let's get over to our motivational message. I got a great one this time, man. It is uh, Steve Harvey, believe it or not, the comedian. And he has an awesome, awesome message that he uh, recorded here recently. And he is talking about reinventing himself. And I think it's something that everybody can get a little, uh, little something from. And so let's go to that audio now. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. And don't be afraid to be different, man. You ain't got to fit in the crowd. I tell my sons all the time. Why are you following everybody when you were clearly meant to lead? It's always better to just do your thing. And I don't care what situation you done got your life in, you can turn your life around because it ain't ever too late. See, I didn't get into comedy till I was 27. I was homeless from 30 to 33. I lived in a 1976 tempo. I lived in a car for three years, man. Uh-huh. And so people see me today, they don't know where I come from. And I tell young cats all the time, man, the key is you can't ever give up. Well, look, the thing about stuff like that is, is that you don't ever need to get up, give up on what your dreams are. Now, you also have to face some reality about things like, you know, if you want to be a professional athlete, if you know you don't have the talent for it, you know, that's that's one thing. But if you know you've got a talent or you have a skill and you have honed those things and uh, you just see you just feel like you can't seem to to, to break in to be at the level uh, uh that you want to be don't don't stop doing stuff like that i mean you're always going to have setbacks in life it doesn't matter how old you are where you are at in your life things like that are always going to happen but the thing about it is is surround yourself with people that love you that will uh believe in you uh that will be straight with you and be honest with you as well and as long as you know people that you're around see what you're capable of doing, don't ever stop doing and believing in anything that you want to do. Oh, dude, well said, man. Well said. I mean, there ain't much else you can say. That's on point. And, guys, we hope you all got some good stuff out of that uh, message and what T said. And so, again, like one of my favorite things, and I hope everybody got something out of that today. All right, now it's time for Random Facts, stories you likely didn't know. Brought to you by Old Town Fitness. If you're looking for a non-typical gym that teaches its clients in a friendly group atmosphere without pressure or judgment, this is the place for you. Go check it out and meet the amazing owners who want to help you reach your fitness goals today. They're located at 9045 Highway 178 there in Olive Branch. Hours are Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to noon and then again from 5 p.m. to to seven and on saturdays from 8 a.m to 10 they are closed on sunday all right zach are you ready i'm ready man all right brother did you know in 2016 a seven-year-old girl was hit by a car at speed and dragged down a road in yorkshire england she got up walked away and showed no sign of pain due to a rare chromosome condition Olivia Farnsworth, a.k.a. The, bio- the Bionic Girl, doesn't feel pain, hunger, or the need to sleep. No, I mean, that's wild, man. That is wild. I don't know about that one. That's, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's crazy is what that is. I've actually, heard, I've actually heard of someone that doesn't understand the feeling of pain. 
um, because they, I have too. So somebody who's affected their nerve endings, it's something to do right. that way, but not right. because of a chromosome condition. But I've heard of somebody right. else with. But this right here, like the idea of never feeling hunger or need to sleep, that's yeah. a whole another element that I've never heard of before. That's to me. That's got to be dangerous. I mean, people, you got to you're going to have to tell this girl what she's when to eat, when to sleep. And, you know, there's a reason for pain. That's your body's way of letting you know something's not right. And if you don't know anything's right, that could be that could be dangerous. So Very dangerous. God, bless that. God bless that girl. I'm glad she's still alive, though. Yeah, that man. had to be horrible. Well, hit, yeah. us with, hit us with this last fact. All right. All right. Did you know there's an 800-year-old, three-foot-tall, 20-inch-wide book called The Devil's Bible? The book contains a full-page portrait of the devil and is said to be written by a monk who sold his soul to Satan? Yeah, I, 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 you can't see the picture here, listening. But I encourage you to go to Google and look at this this book. It is creepy, man. It Somebody's is. got somebody has more time than than sense. That's, that's all I can tell you, man. It's <laughs> I, <laughs> you just you don't want to believe that's real. And you, when you see this picture, you're just kind of like, wow. Yeah. Ooh. Well, unreal, man. Unreal. All right, guys, we're going to move over to our movie and TV news slash reviews. And we've got a quick one for you this week. We've got one talking about the hit movie on Hulu called Prey. This is the sixth installment of a Predator series movie. Uh, guys, there have been so many. If you've got the original Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Predator 2 with Danny Glover, and then it goes into the whole way out there Predator series versus Alien again, and then The Predators, and it's just you know all over the map. And they have decided to come back in and do a prequel movie. This is the Predator you know, hitting the you know Earth prior to the Schwarzenegger saga in, you know, into the jungles of Ecuador or Colombia or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so the cinematography of this movie is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, it reminds me a lot of like watching Yellowstone of seeing, you know, all these vast landscapes and great prairies and, you know, mountains and everything else. Really, really beautiful. Uh, the cast is 100% uh, of an indigenous or- origin, I guess you'd say. They're all true Comanche uh, and, uh, you know, they, they use different languages through the movie. However, they do speak English for the majority of the movie, but they make yeah. you feel like they're not. And it's a really cool concept of how they're going about it. Uh, the Predator is something different and unique. And so it is, uh, it's a new flavor for anybody who's a Predator fan. Um, the movie has been giving a huge acclaim. Uh, there's some people saying it's the best of them all. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that's a no on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing tops Arnie in the original, but this one comes in at a close second and a half or third, in my opinion. I still believe Predator 2 was its own distinct movie. Danny Glover did a phenomenal job. It had Bill Paxton and uh, uh, several other great actors in that movie. And it was you know, in an urban environment, which I think was a major contrast and did a good job with it. Um, so mm-hmm. this one comes in at number three for me. 
Some people say it's the second best one. That's fine. What I'm telling you is it's entertaining. It's plausible. It's beautiful to watch. It's really unique. The attention to detail is cool. And the special effects um, are pretty much solid. There's a couple spots with some CG animals that you're going to kind of scringe a little bit about. But other than that, Hmm. overall, the movie is definitely worth a watch. Great, especially if you like sci-fi, you know, with a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of gore and violence. It's, it's, It's where it's at. So you said this is kind of like a little prequel? It is. This is way prior. You know, like this is set in the 1700s. Um, Oh, okay. 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 Hundreds of years before Arnie and his crew uh, in the jungles. So uh, Have you you noticed that Hollywood for the last several years is – just keeps adding on and adding on to uh, already existing ideas and or, stories and movies. Just like we did last week, they're talking about redoing, you know, Roadhouse. I mean, I'm sorry, they, right. have, they haven't had original thought in a long time. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind, uh, you know, a sequel or even a prequel as long as it makes sense. But uh, I, I'm what I'm thinking is there's a lot of people that got a bunch of bills to pay in Hollywood right now, so they're just coming up with anything to put out there. Yeah. So, But Maybe I'm glad so. to hear this is this is a good one. It's been a long time since I've seen Predator, that's for sure. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. This speech is my recite. I think it's very All right, guys, it's time to our sports section, and this week it is huge. We have all three head football coaches joining us, and, man, they are going to give us the lowdown on each and every one of their teams. Uh, you know, they talk about the offense. They talk about the defense, who their starters are, what they expect, what their strengths, their weaknesses, who they're playing Friday. Really give you a deep dive into these things, and it's a great chance for you to learn about your head coach if you've never heard about him or the team itself. It's a great, great thing, and I can't thank these guys enough for joining us. So let's don't waste any more time. We're going to go right one after the other. I was able to talk to all these guys earlier today and yesterday, and uh, we're going to start with Coach Peacock, roll right into Coach Hectorn, and then Coach Jason Russell over at Olive Branch to wrap it up at the end. Uh, I hope you really enjoy these interviews. They're all about anywhere between uh, 10 and 15 minutes long, so if you're not wanting to listen to one of the coaches, you want to get to another, I would fast forward a little bit, but let's go to that audio now. Guys, I've got a special guest with me today. That is Coach Alan Peacock, our head football coach at Center Hill High School. Coach, how are we doing today, brother? Doing good, man. Doing good. Awesome, awesome. Coach, you know, people are just excited like I am. It's football season. It's here. It's upon us. Ready to see the kids in uniform, getting after it, the ball just flying in the air, you name it. Uh, just how's the offseason been? How's the excitement been? I mean, come on. Tell us about Center Hill Mustang football. Uh, off season was good. I'm I'm excited to be back. I think this is my my 20th season, you know, as a coach. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm as excited as I've ever been. You know, it's always a great time of year. Start school back. Start uh, football back. Um, we had a good summer. Um, I had pretty good attendance. Um, did a couple seven on sevens. You know, just the usual. So just ready to ready to hit somebody that that's not on the same team as us. I heard that. I know those kids are chomping the bit for that. Well, Coach, you know, every year it's just part of reality. We have turnover or changes and stuff like that. Um, were you able to keep your your full staff, or is there any new coaches you want to introduce? Yeah, th- yeah this is actually this is my 12th year at Center Hill as the head coach, and this is the only year where I've not had some kind of staff change. So I have um, the same eight guys that coached last year, the same eight coaching this year, and so. I says first time in 12 seasons, uh, so 
excited about that. Um, it may be the only time ever, I guess. Uh, but uh, got everybody back, so you know I think that's good for continuity and things like that. But uh, you know, just really looking forward to getting things going. I got you. Well, Coach, I tell you what. I know we didn't have any new faces, but let, just in case we got new listeners to the area or new kids, let's introduce your staff. And you know, who's your OC, DC, and down your line? Yeah. So uh, I guess you, you'd say OC would be uh, Mackenzie Cooley. Uh, I, you know, kind of handle the offense and. And, and call everything, but he's he's kind of the right hand guy on offense. And then uh, Coach Barker, Sean Barker, coaches our O line. Uh, Coach Zach Kimball, who played for me at Center Hill, coaches our wide receivers. And then on defense, you have um, Coach Clay Tucker, uh, DeSoto County guy, um, coaching D line. Uh, our linebackers are coached by Coach uh, Brent Clark and Coach Tyler Miller, who's also our head wrestling coach. We started with that program last year at center hill and then our secondary is coached by uh coach bruce hall who uh played juco ball in mississippi played at Ole miss and then played a couple years in the nfl that's awesome coach appreciate that really do well coach the fall is in full swing school just started here very recently so how has it been coming back to school and the kids getting into full gear you know what's that been like for y'all uh, it's been good you know I'm, I'm always ready to get back to school i know the kids never are but you know, it's always kind of a routine, a return to normal routine for me. You know, I get up earlier in the summers to um, go to workouts and, you know, cutting grass and those kind of things. Uh, so it's almost like a, a little bit of a break to get back to school. Um, That's great, Coach. That's awesome. Well, look, let's talk about the kids. Uh, let's go on the defensive side. You know, that's what people want to hear. Kids want to hear their names and stuff. So who is going to be stepping out there for you this year on defense, you know, and how many returning players, the kind of stuff I want to hear. Yeah, we've got um, a decent amount coming back on defense um, in the linebacker and secondary uh, range. Um, I, I really feel like our, our front five, our 3D linemen and our two inside linebackers are really going to be one of the big strengths of our team. Um, uh, D Lima, we got a, a transfer in last year, and he, he wasn't able to play last year, but he, he's ready to go this year. Name of Cadis Kimball. Uh, he really looked good in the spring. I think he's really going to uh, be a big impact on the D line for us. And then our two inside linebackers, Nate Taylor and Lance Henderson. Uh, Lance has uh, already got a couple of college offers from Juco's in Mississippi and then uh, some smaller Division ones. Um, you know, both of them uh, played well last year at different times. Uh, Nate, first couple of games, played really well and then, you know, messed up a finger and had to have surgery and missed the, the back the last probably eight games. Uh, Lance started an outside linebacker and then we moved him inside and he really took off uh, at inside linebacker. So, you know, really looking for big things out of that, out of that group. I think we're going to have a chance to be really good. Um, we've got uh, Masai Wright, who's a couple-year starter on D-line. Uh, in the secondary, uh, Denver Kiner, um, uh, Cavante Malone, uh, several other guys that have really uh, ha have some good reps and some good experience in the secondary. So, you know, I feel like uh, defense is going to be one of our strong points this year, I believe. You know, I think they've got a chance to be really special over there. That's great, Coach. Well, let's flip it over to the offensive side. Who are we looking for on the offensive line and, uh, you know, in the backfield? You know, I know that uh, if people don't know, you're a very strong run team. And so, you know, it kind of comes down to your running core and your offensive line and quarterback. Who we got? 
Yeah, well, the good the good thing is we only lost one offensive lineman last year, and um, so we have four out of the five coming back. They all were uh, really first-year starters last year. Everybody really that played offensive line last year was really a first-year full-time starter, um, and now they've got a year under their belts. And, you know, last year a couple of them had not played football in a year because they had taken the COVID year off. Um, so it was it was really – uh, they've struggled at times last year, but they've had a good, had a good spring, had a good off season, um, and I really feel like they're, you know, kind of coming together as a group. Um, uh, so really, kind of excited about that group. They're all good kids. They all work hard, uh, that kind of thing. And then uh, got a sophomore wide receiver that I think is going to be really, really special. Roderick uh, Jefferson. He's he's about six four. Uh, runs pretty good, catches really well, blocks uh, well. Got a, a senior wide receiver, uh, Will Lane, who um, has been in the offense for 34 years, uh, really has put on a lot of weight, um, and I think he's going to do a great job blocking and, and those kind of things for us. And then Denver Kiner, uh, who's a 6'4 corner, is also going to play some receivers. So, you know, hoping – uh, you know, the fans the fans are like this, hoping to throw the ball a little more than we have. Uh, maybe in the past, we're not going to go crazy or nothing, but, uh, you know, we've got some, <laughs> some, we've got some talented receivers that I think we have to, to get the ball to. And if we, if we can, you know, make people honor that, it just opens up our run game and our option game even more. Agreed, Coach. Well, who do you, who's at the helmet, quarterback and running back, Coach? Uh, right now at quarterback, we got two guys, uh, Jaden Logan and Grayson Baxter. They're both juniors. Um, they're both kind of still kind of fighting for that spot. Uh, I think um, Jaden kind of had the edge, uh, I think, in the spring and, and leaving spring. And, and Grayson's had a really good uh, first five days of practice. Really, uh, you know, feel like he maybe has closed that gap a little bit. Um, so, you know, we're going to put full pads on tomorrow and, and uh, see, and there you're going to see both of them Friday night. They're both going to get some varsity reps, um, you know, um, uh, and see how see how it goes. That's awesome, Coach. As always, Coach, I always like to know: is there, a, you know, is there a leader to step out there? Has there been somebody y'all are leaning on, or the kids have kind of, you know, you know, are huddling behind as uh, on the team? Is there more than one? Anybody you want to mention? Uh, you know, I think. Um, we don't have any like real vocal guys, uh, you know, but I think everybody that, that has a role for the most part, you know, they, they do their job and they do what they're supposed to do. Um, you know, uh, JD Washington, uh, played a lot last year. He's, he's going to be a junior and he really, you know, he's probably our, our vocal guy. Um, you know, we just got to make sure he, he's doing things right and doing what he's supposed to do. Um, uh, but uh, we don't have that, like, bell cow, I guess you would say, that's just going to stand up and everybody listens, but we don't have any we don't have any detractors either this year. You know, everybody, yeah, everybody's no, kind of pull, kind of pulling the same way. Hey, man, that's, I've been a part of teams that way, and it can be just as successful, and it's just, a, you know, just a different way of getting there. Uh, well, let me ask you this, Coach. You mentioned it a little bit earlier when we were talking. If you were to define your team by its strengths and weaknesses, what would you, what would you say? I mean, I, I really think right now um, our strengths are our, our two lines, maybe. Um, uh, our, our defensive 3D linemen, our two inside linebackers, I think that is our um, our most talented group. 
um, just from an overall talent perspective. We don't have tons of depth at, at linebacker, uh, especially inside, and, and Lance is going to miss uh, the jamboree and, and maybe even the first game, probably the first game. He pulled his uh, pulled his quad real bad at a, at a college camp right in the summer, so he's been out uh, a little bit. Um, uh, but, you know, just uh, – again, just excited to, to get back to football, to see what happens, to – to see how these guys battle and respond, and and I think they'll do that again. They got uh, a bunch of just you know really good kids who are, are good high school football players this year. Gotcha. Well, coach, who's the who's the first opponent for Friday? I know it's probably a jamboree game, but who are we looking at, and what are you expecting from the game? Yeah, so we play uh, by Helia. They had a really, really, really late coaching change. I think their new coach was hired the last week of July. Um, uh, so it was a really late change. So he's, they're going to be kind of behind, but he, uh, you know, actually called me. We didn't really have a jamboree. I was trying to get in somewhere with somebody else and, and he called me wanting to, wanting to play and I, I jumped at it. So they're going to come to us Friday night. Um, they're going to be wing T. So they're going to be a, a run heavy offense as well. Um, I think he's going to do a good job there. Um, so, so really looking forward to that and kind of, you know, again, just hitting somebody that that's not not on your team is always always a little better than just practicing. No doubt. Well, coach, before we wrap this up, man, is there any news or anything going on around the program you want the parents, listeners, community people to know? Anything they need to be uh, looking forward? Uh, you know, anything you can think of? What time the game Friday? Whatever, you, whatever you got. Yeah, well, we have our Meet the Mustangs event Tuesday night at the school in the football field. It's going to start at six. We'll introduce volleyball, cross country, cheer, dance, band, and football, and swim. Uh, so, you know, a lot going on Tuesday night. And then turn around Friday night, the Jamboree start at 6. We're going to play two quarters of JV and then two quarters of varsity after that. Um, so, you know, got a lot going on this week. We're selling our spirit cards, which are, you know, you buy $25, you get a card, and it gets you discounts all around uh, Olive Branch. And new this year on ours is you can uh, – you can actually connect to everybody else's card. So I used mine and Hernando. I used Hernando's card in Hernando last night just because I have a Center Hill card. Um, and so that company's really done some good things with that. Um, so, you know, if you're interested in that, you can reach out to me or reach out to one of the players. Um, it's got a lot of good good discounts and uh, uh, deals in, in and around the, the Soto County, Memphis area. Absolutely. Coach, man, I can't thank you enough for your time. It's always a pleasure. Uh, to talk with you and talk football. And, uh, man, it's exciting to get this season rolling. And we look forward to talking to you each and every week to see how the kids are doing, how the program's developing and moving forward. And uh, it means a lot to us. Yeah, man, I appreciate it again. Appreciate what y'all do and uh, everything y'all have done for high school football in uh, this area. Thanks again, Coach. Is your home or business in need of some restoration work? Maybe a water pipe burst or you have some storm damage? There is an expert company right here in DeSoto County that can handle all your needs. Brian Rowe and his team of DeSoto Cleaning does expert restoration work. They will make sure the job is perfect to your satisfaction. Look them up on Facebook at DeSoto Cleaning LLC, and that is the capital LLC. They also provide other cleaning service, such as steam cleaning carpets, tile, and grout. Or if you'd like to call them on the phone today, you can call them at 662-710-2698, or you can email Brian personally at rowe underscore 41 at hotmail.com.
All right, guys, to continue our interviews, I've got the amazing and awesome good friend here, Coach Dustin Hectorn, the head football coach at Lewisburg High School. Coach, man, how are we doing today, brother? Hey, we're doing great. Appreciate you uh, having me on. Man, what do you call it? The podcast wouldn't be the same without you, man. We've just come to that level now, you know what I'm saying? But uh, look, man, let's talk some football. You're where the season's upon us, man. And, you know, I just want to get dive right into it. Well, first first thing I do always is, well, how was the offseason leading up to school, man? How, how did things go? Uh, we had a we had a great summer. Um, you know, we we hosted seven on seven at our place um, through the month of June and had several schools come over and our kids competed. We got better as the weeks went on. Uh, you know, we had great attendance. Our our kids worked really really hard. You know, I feel like we're I feel like we're in great shape. You know, so that's always a, a good thing, kind of coming out of the summer that you know you're you're not you know, scrambling, trying to get back in shape to get ready for a season to start. So uh, I thought we had a great summer and, and our kids did a fantastic job and, you know, just a great time spending time with each other and, um, you know, really, really pleased with the summer and, and everything that led up to, to this point. That's great, Coach. That's awesome. Well, you know, uh, like every t- every summer is, you know, unfortunately we do have the downside of potentially having turnover in staff or maybe losing a kid or getting a kid. You just never know. Um, did you have any coaching changes from last year to this year? And uh, let's introduce who your coaches are. Yeah, we actually uh, were able to add one coach uh, this year um, uh, in Jesse Thomason. Jesse uh, coached with me over at Horn Lake, and he's coming in. He's coaching our receivers, and he's taking over our weight room. You know, we've worked together uh, in the weight room in the past, and you know, so we we kind of have very similar philosophies. He knows how I like things, and but at the same time, he's bringing his own twist to it. And the kids have really taken to him and, and really enjoyed the things that he was doing this summer with them. And um, it, it's been fun to see to be able to kind of sit back and and watch somebody kind of step into their own. So really proud of him. Um, our defensive coordinator is uh, Coach Holtz, who's uh, coaching our defensive line. Uh, Coach uh, Caleb Gilberts are coaching our defensive backs. And, um, you know, he's, he's really stepped up and really helped a lot with the defense. Uh, Coach Corey Lamb also helping with our DBs. And uh, Coach Jeremy Bowler's coaching our linebackers. And then on the offensive side, uh, Coach Bates is our offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Uh, Coach Cody Gilbert is coaching our offensive line. Uh, Coach Mark Smith is doing our running backs. And like I said earlier, Coach Thomason is uh, coaching our receivers. So uh, love our staff. These guys have worked really hard. And, and, I, and I tell you one thing, man, the, the fact that the way that they love on our kids and, and constantly trying to get better and, and find ways to coach them better, it's, uh, we've got a special group of guys. And uh, you know, the growth I've seen in our coaches just in the past year has been, has been phenomenal. That's great, Coach, man. Uh, that's, that's really, really, really good. You sound like you've got a great staff. Um, and so that's, that's always good to hear your kids responding well to that. Well, Coach, the fall is here. It's in full swing. Uh, you know, we've been in school for, you know, over a week now. You know, kids probably got helmets on for a few days, then helmets and shoulder pads, and probably about to get with it. I think you had to, what, even a practice yesterday or a little bit of scrimmage. Uh, so how's it been since school has started? How are the kids responding? It's been good. You know, it, it's always a little bit different when, you know, we've uh, we've worked out in the morning all summer and you, you come in now and you go through a full day of school and then you go outside and it's hot and of course we're starting to add equipment and things like that. So, you know, there's a few days there that, um, you know, I don't think it was a lack of effort. It was just, you know, again, a little bit of that challenge, but we're adjusting to it. And, um, you know, I think we've had a, a really good first week of practice 
and uh, you know we scrimmaged yesterday or Saturday, and and uh, you know our kids got after it again. We look like we're in great shape, and you know obviously some things that uh, to clean up. I mean after you know first time in pads and however many months it's been since spring, um, you know you're definitely going to have those things, but. Um, you know, getting back in it and kind of getting that, that schedule going. And I, I tell you, I don't know about the kids, but at least for, for me and, and some of our coaches, it, it, it's hit us a lot harder. Uh, I had mornings, I, I didn't know if I could get out of bed, but um, it's great to be back. And, um, and again, just getting adjusted to that after school schedule. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Well, let's talk about those kids directly, Coach, and let's go back on the defensive side, which I knew is more your swing. Uh, who are we looking for this year? Who are some of the kids starting? And, uh, you know, how many returning players you got? Give us give us the lowdown on the Lewisburg Patriot defense. Yeah, so a uh, really good group. A um, You know, this was a group last year that we started, I think, only two guys that really had any significant experience when we started the season. Uh, and now we've got several guys that – either returning starters or, or played uh, a decent amount. And and I think it really all starts our safety as Elliott helps. Um, we've got several great leaders on this defense and guys that can get guys lined up. But, um, man, he's barking out orders. You can always hear his voice out there on the practice field and, um, you know, long and rangy and, and really does a great job on that back end. Uh, C.J. Johnson was a guy that started every, every single game for us last year at corner. Uh, he'll be back. Uh, Cody Gilmore's been a man the other corner. And then our linebackers, outside guys, Coleman Dowell and, and uh, Canyon Bell, both started games last year. And, and uh, again, great leaders, know the defense well, able to get people lined up and, and kind of uh, make sure we're always in the right position. And then inside, we got J.T. Swift, who started every game. Uh, Mason Stokes, who started several, who has really, really surprised us and come on strong this offseason, spring and summer. And um, Alex Lynch is uh, there in the other linebacker spot. And up front, we've got uh, several, several guys. Uh, uh, one of the main guys we're playing experience returning would be uh, Demetrius Farewell. Um, so we'll be able to rotate quite a few guys there at the D-line, we think. And uh, so, again, we feel pretty good about that defensive group. Um, not extremely deep in some of those spots, but they, uh, we've got guys that are working and, and improving every single day. Uh, on the defensive side that's awesome coach and man it definitely it makes a big difference when you have guys who have a uh, playing experience and starts under their belt and that should be uh it should be a dramatic difference when it comes like you said just overall defensive quality and so that that's a that's a big step forward let's go to offensive side coach what are we looking at on that side when it comes to you know the all-line quarterback running backs give us the give us the lowdown right it always it, it starts with our quarterback gunner gilmore uh, Gunner got kind of thrown into the fire early last year, and and uh, I think week three took over the starting spot, and you know took his lumps a little bit, but he learned a lot. And um, you know th- this was a guy that was knocking on the door at six thirty in the morning all offseason, wanting to come in and watch film and and holding uh, uh, you know quarterback meetings. So the Breakfast Club, as they they dubbed it, so uh, expecting really big things from him. Excited for his leadership and his understanding of the offense. Um, and and a, a guy kind of right next to him in, in the running back, uh, DJ Green, who was right there in those meetings, again, knows knows that offense inside and out. And if he's not getting a rep, you can always find him standing right there next. Um, you know, just it's been a lot of fun to see those two guys and how they do that. Um, you know, up front we've got returning starters in Corwin Gatewood and Ashton Dowell, uh, who have uh, – 
you know, again, gotten even better throughout the course of the offseason. And uh, so we, we really like our group up front that we've got a little bit of depth. Uh, we've only got two returning starters, but those other guys have uh, really come on and, and done some good things. And, again, we've got a couple guys kind of nipping on heels. So, we, you know, again, we feel like we've got some uh, some depth there. Uh, then at receiver, it's a little bit of a wild card at a few spots. We've got Easton Fesmeyer, who, um, you know, started last year, was a very, very good player for us. Uh, he'll, he'll start in the slot. Ethan Stafford will be in the other one. And then our outside guys, you know, it's still a little bit of a battle. We've got uh, about four or five guys kind of battling for the two outside spots. So, um, you know, again, it's it's been a fun, um, you know, summer and, and uh, so far fall camp, seeing those guys compete and excited to see the growth because uh, they're just pushing each other to be better every day. So, so I know it's a fun. That's great, Coach. That's that's freaking awesome, man. Well, look, I uh, know y'all have got a game this Friday, right? It's this jamboree game. Who who are we looking at for these guys to be able to get their you know their first taste of a you know a different opponent? Yeah, so we've got Independence coming to Jamestown, so we're excited to host them. Um, you know, they came over and, and and went through seven on seven with us at our place this summer, and they are a uh, very athletic bunch. You know, several returning guys, and so it, it'll be a good challenge. And you know, they're always coached well and, and a classy group. So we uh, we enjoyed playing them last year, and, and we'll host them here. And uh, you know, our guys are just excited to get out and and, and play in front of the crowd and you know, get to hit somebody else for a change. So we're, uh, I, I tell you, I cannot wait for Friday night. It's going to be electric in Jamestown. And, uh, again, just to kind of get out there and see see the growth that we've made uh, since spring. Absolutely. Man, that's great to hear, Coach. Uh, I know it's going to be electric there when you say the words Jamestown, you know, for your local community people. Um, are y'all going to be doing any other kind of festivities for that night? I know, you know, usually y'all don't, uh, you know, not never hurting for extra stuff going on for people to see and hear and do. Anything else you want to mention about that game? Well, you know, we, we have one of the, I think one of the best uh, game day atmospheres in the entire state of Mississippi. So you'll come and you'll see tents uh, set up for tailgating and, um, you know, we've got some special nights planned throughout the course of the season, but, um, yeah, we're, we're just excited for, for football to be back and, you know, there'll be a lot of tailgating on Friday night and, uh, it's going to be, again, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. I heard that coach. So if you had to declare your team, if you were describing it, you know, what would you say some of your strengths are for this year and maybe some things that, you know, you know, you need some help on, not necessarily a weakness, but things, you, you know, you're going to be really striving to get better at faster. Yeah, I think, you know, when you kind of look at strengths, I, I think that we've got some, some really good leadership. You know, uh, we, we've spent a lot of time teaching leadership this offseason. We've got some guys that have stepped up and, uh, you know, taken those things to heart. We've got guys that understand the offense and defense, uh, you know, in a, in a way that not, not only do they know what to do, um, again, you've got guys coaching each other up. And, and reminding them, and you, you hear after a play that you know maybe we throw an incomplete ball, and you know quarterback goes straight to the receiver, and we're talking about you know a little tweak that we can make to, to get around that coverage. So um, I, you know I think that's probably a strength that we have that we definitely did. I don't think we had this time last year with everything being so new with a new staff in place. But um, you know again leadership and those guys understanding what we're doing. You know, and, and I think uh, when you look at a weakness, you know, we're still going to be young. We've we've got a lot of guys with playing experience, but, you know, we've got a very, very small senior class. Uh, we're going to be counting on some very young guys 
to, to step up and play varsity games and, um, you know, and, and then depth at, at places. You know, I think we've, we've got some, some areas of concern just with, with depth. Uh, so, um, but again, these are things that we've got, we're, we're working on and we've got, uh, you know, we go to practice every day to try to move guys around to fit the best spot for them, the best spot for our team. And, uh, again, we're going to get playing experience as it goes. So, um, you know, weaknesses now that we hope will turn into our strength later. Well said coach. Very well said. Well, is there any news or anything going on with the program the, this week or down the road that you'd like the listeners and the community to know about? Yeah, we've got our Meet the Patriots on Thursday night um, at six thirty, uh, so we'll we'll have that and, and host all of our uh, all of our fall sports and, and get to introduce those guys and and again then uh, the big kickoff on Friday night and uh, again it's it's here the season's here and uh, so uh, just excited to get the season rolling and, and and again we'll have some more things as the as the season goes on and special nights that we're still kind of trying to finalize but. Um, again, the biggest thing is Friday night in Jamestown. Been waiting a long time to be able to say that again. I heard that, Coach. Look, I got to tell you, Hector, and I really appreciate your time as always, man. And I know the community really appreciates you uh, joining us and talking about the kids, talking about the program, talking about the positives that are coming from it. Uh, it means a lot to me personally as well as it does them. And so we always, always appreciate your time uh, and really looking forward to this year, you know, each and every week discussing the kids, the games. Uh, you know, and building that flavor, making Jamestown that much better, and uh, you know, making the program soar, man. Really, really appreciate it. Hey, and always, I appreciate you, and and again, what you do for us to give us a voice and getting to highlight our kids that that means a lot. So, thank you as well. Right, absolutely, brother. Well, until next week, then, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, guys, continuing our coaches' interviews, I've got Coach Jason Russell, our head football coach at Olive Branch High School. Coach, how are we doing today, brother? Man, I am great. I heard to that. To you again. Excited to have football season back again. I know it, man. I know it. It's uh, it's been long overdue, man. Long overdue. Uh, just there's just something different about August and through September and October and November, where you know football every Friday night. Uh, you know, under the lights, you know, weather makes a change during the season. It's just, it's just a great time of year. But, Coach, let's let's talk about the program, what, where we are, pick back up. You know, I know let's talk about summer leading into, the, you know, the off season, getting up to this point now. How, how did you all do? How's the team been gelling? Well, you know, you know, of course, as soon as the previous season ended, we jumped right back in the weight room and kind of committed ourselves to, to – uh, to getting better physically uh, all throughout the winter months. You know, our, our off-season slogan this year was everything matters. And, uh, you know, what we're doing there is just basically putting a, a, a premium on the small details. And, you know, anything that's not up to the standard, instead of letting something slide that's just, you know, okay, yeah, that's everything matters. So we, we made it a point that we corrected all of the small issues and things that we had within our program, um, and the kids really thrived. Uh, we looked at, you know, the weight room numbers uh, from when we started to we when we uh, maxed the last time, and we had guys gaining 60, 70 pounds per lift. You know, I mean, just really amazing strides in the weight room. Uh, we put on weight. We, one of the things we we uh, assessed was that we needed to gain some weight. We had some guys that were a little bit too skinny and uh, to, to handle a high school season. So we started 
uh, we had peanut butter and jelly and all kinds of stuff in our locker room. And as soon as they got off the field, we had a list of guys that had to eat every day. So they came in and, you know, they really embraced that. They gained weight. They got bigger. They got stronger. And, uh, you know, we're, we're real proud of what we got done this offseason. That's huge, Coach. That's huge. Commitment to the little things will make a big difference in the long run. I'm a firm believer in that. That's a great, great motto. Now, school the school has got started. You know, we've been, you know, I guess about seven days or so and about to get, in, I guess, close to full gear. Uh, you know, how has that been for you all getting back into the swing of things? Well, yeah. I mean, we know, of course, you know, the state has it where you have two days you have to come out in helmets only, and you get three days in shoulder pads and helmets. And then on that sixth day, you can be full pads. And so – uh, the first two days we were out there, uh, the first day we hit that 105 heat index, so we had to come inside um, for a little while. We were able to go back out and just get our team periods in uh, there at the end. So we kind of got disrupted the first day with, with weather. The second day uh, we had lightning in the area, and so we had to cut uh, practice short that day with the thunderstorms. And so uh, really Wednesday was our first full practice. And our guys went out there and killed it. I mean, they had a fantastic practice, flying around, physical, um, all those things. Uh, Thursday, again, another uh, outstanding practice. Friday, we kind of backed off a little bit after two days of banging with the shoulder pads on. And kind of, like, we went out there and we let them go with the bell on Friday. And then we brought them back Saturday, which was our sixth day. And so we were able to be in full pads. And we actually had a chance to scrimmage and we got about a 50 play scrimmage about about 40 plays with the varsity guys and about uh, 10 plays with those those jv guys and we i think you know we've got a we've got a lot uh that we got from that film you know just uh position moves you know guys that were second team that showed out now they're first team you know and that's what it's all about this competition no doubt no doubt i think that's that's huge, man. To be able to get that in, to have that many plays ran, uh, you know, like you said, kids getting after it. That's a, that's a great, great situation. And one thing I wanted to ask, Coach, I know in the off season, um, I, I, when I spoke to other coaches, is is that you know I know you had at least one coach that uh, left you and got promoted, and uh, you know I always like to talk about you know who's your staff and uh, any turnover you have, introduce introduce any new faces. But if you could kind of let us know who your staff is for the year. And, uh, you know, so everybody who's listening might be new to the program, gets a, a full uh, repertoire of what you got. Yeah, absolutely. You know, well, um, we, we actually have several new coaches this year. We had uh, we had a turnover on a few different coaches. and It looked there for a while like we weren't going to have any turnover. And then we had uh, – it was kind of one coach a month there in the, in the uh, spring semester left and, you know, all for great opportunities for them and their families. So I can't can't fault them at all. Uh, but we've been able to replace those guys with some some phenomenal uh, human beings, phenomenal football coaches. And one, look, I'm I'm really excited about our staff this season. Um, I'll start off kind of talking about our defensive coordinator that we hired, Blake Frazier. Um, he was at Magnolia Heights for the last few years, but before that, he was the uh, defense coordinator at Northwest Community College, won a state championship there as a, as a defensive coordinator. Uh, he was a defensive coordinator uh, at East Central Community College. So you're talking about a guy that's got 12 years of college experience and uh, nine years as a college defensive coordinator coming in to lead our defense. And, you know, I tell you what, he's got those guys flying around, believing in what we're doing defensively. And, you know, we've got the tons of speed on defense, and we can talk about that later, but that's, they're fun to watch. 
Um, we also brought in Colin Boone uh, to coach our wide receivers, and, and he's also helping with our safeties. Uh, coach Boone was at Hernando last year, and of course, anybody around the area knows how well Hernando's been able to throw the football lately. And, and I thought he did a phenomenal job with those receivers there, and we're really excited to have him on staff. Um, we also got Jacob Yanowski, and uh, Coach Yanowski is going to be with our corners, and uh, he's going to be our assistant wide receiver coach because we've got a lot of guys in those groups. And uh, I'm excited about Yanowski. I've when I was at Lafayette as the offensive coordinator, uh, Coach Janowski was a student assistant on our staff, and you know he just turned my he, he turned heads with all of us on the staff by his work ethic. I mean, he showed up every day to work. Uh, was was first one in the door, last one out kind of guy, and he still is that for us. And so he's a young coach, but he is uh, he's he's been around the game his entire life. His his dad is coached for Nick Saban and, and uh, whoever else. Uh, it, he's, the list is long uh, where all his dad's been as a coach. So he's grown up around the game. And his dad, in fact, is now a uh, coach up in the, in the CFL. So he, he knows the game well. We're excited to have him with us as well. Um, Kawan Spradley, we also hired him. Um, and he's going to be our H-back tight end coach. And uh, Coach Spradley just got done playing at uh, Mississippi Valley. Uh, as an offensive lineman, so he's going to be able to give uh, Coach Jones an extra set of hands uh, with that offensive line in addition to coaching the H-backs and tight ends because those kind of those groups a lot of times work together. Uh, then we also have a volunteer coach, uh, paraprofessional in Terrence Harris, and uh, he's working with our outside linebackers and assistant coach Frazier over there. So you can see we've got lots of new faces, um, and uh, we're, I'm, I'm so excited about our coaching staff. I'd be hard to have a better one, honestly. That's great, Coach. I appreciate you introducing those guys. I know the the kids and the community will really appreciate uh, hearing all that experience and all that uh, basically talent that's coming to the sideline to help those kids and lead them, uh, guide them, and direct them, and you know for y'all to have a prosperous uh, you know program moving forward. Well, Coach, let's get to the kids, man. Let's talk about it. What are we looking at on defense? We got how many returning players? Is there an established leader? What, what, What? Give us some defensive details and some names. Well, you know, we're changing up the defense. It's going to be a little bit different than it has been in the past. I mean, you know, we're, we're uh, everybody saw it in the spring. We're a 3-4 defense now. Last year we were a 4-3 four, four, defense. Um, and so we're a little bit – we look completely different on defense than we have in the past. And, uh, you know, our defense is built around speed. Um, if you look at our defense, there's there are three players on our field right now, on our starting group, that run – above a 4-8-40, and all three of those are defense alignment. Every other player on the entire defense is below a 4-8-40. So you've got guys that can really fly to the football, and that's that's what we're built around. We're built around speed and attack, and uh, you should see uh, you should see a lot of those those gold bonnets running football and, and, and tackling, uh, hitting the ball carrier multiple times. So I, I think everybody's going to really enjoy watching what we've got, the product we're going to put out there for the defense. It's it's fun to watch. I got you, Coach. Well, who are some of your key players? Who, do, who are some people you should be looking for? Well, you know, of course, returning kind of anchor in our defense is Jerry Wall. Um, he was an all-conference selection last year, second-team all-conference selection. Uh, Jerry picked up three Division One offers this, this offseason. He is a, he's a very talented kid. Starter on the basketball team, outside linebacker. You know, he's a four-six, uh, two hundred and fifteen, two hundred twenty-pound outside linebacker that just can, they can hit, do all kinds of crazy stuff on the football field. So 
he's kind of the anchor that's coming back. Jerry's going to be a junior this year, so we're really excited about him. We actually get him for two more years, um, and he's he's a heck of a player. Uh, Flip Sanders is kind of our quarterback of our defense. He's a, a safety, um, and you know Flip is this this will be the third year as a starter for us, and. Uh, you know, he's the quarterback out there. He makes sure everybody's lined up. He makes sure that everybody's on the same page. And we're really excited to have Flip back there kind of leading that defense. Um, A.J. Hill is a guy that we've uh, – he, he plays corner and safety, and we've kind of moved him around a little bit. Great, great player, real long guy, one, long, long arms. Uh, he can play corner as well as play safety. Smart kid, so he's able to do multiple things for us. Um, and then up front – uh, Joshua Ruff really anchors our defense uh, at nose guard. Big, strong kid, strongest kid on the team, um, and he's he does a good job uh, playing a single gap. He can play a two gap to, uh, technique if we need him to. Um, so Josh can do a whole lot of things to really help us defensively. That's that's huge, coach. That's great. That's awesome, man. That, that's that sounds like a very talented group when everybody can run like that. That's that's quite impressive. Let's go to the offensive side, Coach. Yeah, speed. <laughs> yeah, speed kills, right? Speed kills. Let's get to the kill, offensive right, side. Right. <laughs> what are we looking at offensively, Coach? Well, I, you know, it's a familiar name I just mentioned before, A.J. Hill. You know, he's going to be playing both ways a little bit. He's a, he's a top-notch receiver as well as a uh, defensive back um, against those long arms. He he had multiple big, big catches on fades and, and different balls in this summer in our 7-on-7 uh, competitions. And, um, we're really excited about him on the offensive side. Uh, the other one of the other receivers, uh, Britton Trailer, is uh, is an exciting player to watch. He's transferred this year. He's moved here from the, the uh, Pops Camp area, so we're excited about Britton. Um, really, really good player. Great hands. Good kid. Good family. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm excited about him. Uh, Damian Anthony. Uh, is also another wide receiver, more of a slot type body, but he can play outside some. A really, really quick receiver. When he has the ball in his hands, he's hard, hard, hard to tackle. Um, we've got a quarterback battle going on right now too. You know, we've got Raheem Vance and uh, Dominic Puppo. Dominic won the starting job in the spring. Uh, Raheem um, has uh, has always lived, and actually his dad is one of our middle school coaches, and so he moved back to the Olive Branch School District this off season. And so we opened up that quarterback competition again with Raheem and and uh, Dominic, and it's it's been a heck of a competition so far this this fall camp, and uh, we'll see where that that lands. But both of those kids are, are fantastic players at the quarterback position. Um, running back wise, I've got about seven guys that can tote it. I mean, they really can. We've got several guys, and so right now it's looking more like it's going to be a running back by committee type thing. Um, we've got, you know, uh, we've got junior Corey Williams has done a nice job. Um, we've got a sophomore in Kyler Rhodes that does a nice job back there. We've got Jacoby Walls, who's going to be a senior that does a good job. So we've got several guys that we can get the ball to and just stay fresh at that running back position. And any of those guys can, can take it to the house at any time. Wow, Coach, you sound like uh... – Sound like you're loaded, man. I mean, I guess the expectation is is the ring or nothing now, you know. <laughs> hey, look, you, you, you're jumping, you're jumping a little too far. You know, <laughs> I, know. I just like giving you a hard time. You, you know, there, there's a lot of coaches I've talked to in many days, Coach Russell. But you, you are definitely a guy who is passionate about his kids. 
who loves to talk positively about him, and it's a it's a great quality. And so I like to highlight that. But so, coach, offensively, who would you say your uh, your your leader is offensively? You know, we're still trying to determine that. Honestly, um, you know, I, I would say it's not a person; it's a group. Honestly, it's our offensive line. Uh, we've got you know we've got four seniors returning as starters on the offensive line. Um, you know, we've got Clint Anderson, Shea Bryan up there, uh, Oliver Riley. Uh, we've got a, a good-looking sophomore uh, that's, that's getting a lot of playing time, Michael Pride right now. Um, uh, Wyatt Griffin is a heck of a player. He's 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 the smartest kid I think in the whole school. Um, <laughs> if you ask me, I think he is. And uh, and so Wyatt literally knows every single position. He's so valuable to us. He can just go with. And, and play anywhere on the field. Uh, Hunter Stevenson took a year off of playing last year, and he's playing really nice right now. And um, he's in a battle right now with uh, Walt Rogers, who's going to be also another senior. Um, and so those guys are kind of battling for that right tackle spot. So we've got some competition in there for uh, for jobs. But if you ask me who the leaders of our team are, it's those big boys up front. I mean, they're the guys that. Uh, are vocal. They're the guys that are, you know, if somebody's not doing something right, we're going to tell them about it. They're also the first ones to celebrate with people when they do a great job. So uh, that that group right there is really the leaders of our team. That's awesome, Coach. That's awesome. Well, let me ask you this, Coach. If you, if you were describing your team, what would you say your biggest strengths are? And if you if you had some weaknesses you could come up with, what would they be? Well, you know, I'd say the biggest biggest strength of our team is, is, is speed. You know, that's that's what we're built around. We've we take it uh, we take speed development very serious in our off season program, and we're constantly timing, constantly uh, pushing to get faster every single day. Uh, you know, we talked about defensively earlier. Um, we're our, our defense is built around speed and getting getting more people to the football really really fast. And so, I think that's the, the to me is the the big advantage that we have, you know, um, you know, if you, I guess if you say the, the weakness is we've got some big boys, but we don't have a whole lot of, uh, six, five, six, six guys running around. They're just not right now, not in the school. Uh, but instead of trying to load up and put four of those guys on the line, like you would in the four down front, and you know, playing that three down front lets you get away with that, uh, a little bit more and you're able to populate more guys to the football quicker by using your speed in the three, four defense. I agree with that, Coach. That's a, that's, a, that's a great analogy, a great assessment there. Well, Coach, let's talk about the program. Is there anything you want to share with the listeners and your community, uh, things to be looking for this week or uh, going into, you know, your, your first game? Well, you know, we're kind, of, we're kind of winding down on all the outside distractions of the season and stuff right about the beginning of the year. There are a couple things that we have going on. Um, that we're, we're finishing up this week. We've got a fundraiser going on, Booster Club does, um, and it's the discount cards uh, that, that the boosters sell at the beginning of the year every year. Uh, if you're interested in a, in a discount card, those are available. They're a little more expensive this year. They're $25 instead of uh, 10 or 15 like they've been in the past. But now what it allows you, to, since it's a digital discount card, you can use it. You can use it in multiple states. You know, for for instance, you can search New Orleans, and if you're in the New Orleans area on vacation, there's restaurants all listed on there uh, that you can visit while you're there. Uh, also, the great advantage of that is that it is on your phone, and everybody always has their phone with them. And so, if you've got your 
you, you don't you know you don't have your wallet or you don't have something with you you don't have to worry about leaving that plastic card everybody's got their phone so you pull up your discount card and show that um, of course most of the most of the places are unlimited use there's a few places that it's you know uh, single use or four times use but most of them are unlimited so I think you get a whole lot more value out of it uh, one other thing we've got going on uh, again the booster club is, is selling uh, banners for the fence um, we've been selling those or this this summer all summer long the booster club has and um, that's kind of winding down um, but Obviously, if somebody wants to purchase that, uh, they can get a hold of us there at the school, and then we'll get in touch with the right people. And, uh, you know, there are still places on the fence that if they want to purchase a banner, they can do that. That's great, Coach. That's awesome. Uh, appreciate that information. Well, Coach, man, I got to tell you, I always really appreciate you having on the podcast and talking about the kids, promoting the program. I'm looking forward to how things are going. This Friday, will you be having a game? Will that be a jamboree or, uh, you know, a special you know, scrimmage or anything? That's right. Yeah, we're having a jamboree this, this Friday night. Uh, we're playing Corinth for our jamboree. Uh, so, you know, a talented team that's going to give us a good test uh, out there with Corinth. And uh, we're really excited about it. We've done a few things to add to our game day atmosphere. We've been talking with the band, kind of getting with the band as far as uh, building a more of a, um, a college-style environment. It's a college-style uh, football experience. Uh, we're bringing in a uh, DJ to supplement along with the uh, band so there'll be live music there'll be music being played throughout the speakers and throughout the stadium in addition to the band obviously the uh, the, the person playing that music is going to yield anytime somebody that a kid is going to make music you know band or anything like that they always have priority uh, but for those dead spaces it'll be exciting you think about it, if you go to a mississippi state or an old miss game there's never really a lull in the action. There's always something getting brought in. And just what that does, it just keeps the crowd excited. Um, and so we're going to kind of test drive all that Friday night for the Jamboree. And, and hopefully it all works out great. And we'll be able to do that uh, throughout the season. Great. What time's the Jamboree start Friday, Coach? Jamboree is at 7.30. Yeah, we, uh, with the state rules, all games going through uh, – uh, I guess all the way through September, all the way through the end of September, all games have to start at 7.30 due to heat-related illnesses. Um, so we went ahead and made sure the jamboree was that as well. So 7.30 this week and all through August and September. That's great, Coach. Well, as always, Coach, we really appreciate you joining the podcast. We look forward to having you each week to discuss the, the kids and the games and look forward to seeing how the program prospers and having a fantastic season. Uh, you know, you're a true friend of the podcast, and we, uh, we we always like to give back. And so, again, really looking forward to it, and thank you again for your time. Absolutely. Excited football season's back. Free drinks on the house. Well, man, it's that time of year. Football is back. Great that those gentlemen were willing to give their time and their information to give us some info about what to expect this year and, you know, how the off season went and any turnover that goes on to staff, things of that nature as well. So, you know, you know, the their fan base, they they like to know those those little inside things every once in a while. Oh, you know? So I was but but thanks to you guys for uh being a part of the show here and uh we hope to hear from you all you all more at, throughout the season. Oh yeah, no doubt. I I'm really pleased, man. They've already signed on to come by every week. 
uh, to talk about each and every game, to kind of talk about the That's kids, great. promote the program, and you know give those uh, give those community people, fans, and parents uh, you know the extra thing they need to hear about to see how the program's developing. So it's it's yeah. another example of why these three guys are you know some of the best around, and uh, they're building programs, and it's it's a great situation. I can't thank them enough. That's great. Well, guys, we're going to call it a wrap. This has been quite an episode, kind of one of our longer ones, but I hope you enjoyed every second of it, and hope that you are telling your friends, your family, and coworkers like we always say. But of course, if you enjoy our show, we ask you to check out a brother podcast that is Under the Water Tower. This is a great little community uh, podcast just like ours covering Hernando, and y'all would definitely encourage you to check him out if that's something you like. But other than that, we're going to call it for this week and looking forward to next week and hope you'll join us then. But until then, I'm Zach. I'm T. We'll see y'all then. That you're gonna find out She fights like a man And she cusses real loud If I was smarter I'd have stayed myself at home